people can agree on one thing. This country is awesome. Whether you're right side or left side, it's time to put it all aside and remember how amazing this country is. So sit back, pop a cold one, and grab those pork rinds. It's time for Made in America. With your host, the angry Texan himself, Gregory Parrott. Howdy. <laughs> Woo. What a week. Man, you were you were eating cheese in this last week. Uh, yeah, I was in Wisconsin. Uh, you know, you say you're going to eat cheese, and then you get there, and you realize their cheese is just everybody else's cheese because... It's it's just cheese. I mean, I, there was at no point. I mean, there's a few things that I'm like, oh, that's good. I will tell you the one thing I saw that I was like, ooh, um, that's different. Is you know how we have string cheese, like a string cheese stick? Yeah, bro. In the gas station, they had string cheese like straight up, like a rope, like Wayne and Garth, <laughs> like red licorice. Like it was like you just pull it and be like right there, and then you eat it and just pull it off. And I was like. That's that's an intense. That's a little too much. Yeah, they were like, um, "We're going to give you cheese, and um, we're also going to give you stirrups to put in front of your toilet." Right. <laughs> we we everywhere we went was uh, ice cream, cheese, dairy, milk, you know, things like that. But what was funny is we were in, uh, gosh, Cornell, Wisconsin. We were performing there, and there was a place that said it was like. Uh, their diner and ice cream parlor. Okay, so when you hear that, what do you think? Diner and ice cream parlor. I'm thinking like Andy's Igloo here in Winter Haven. Yeah, like a b- big menu, but also like tons of different like uh, milkshakes, burger, burgers, and stuff. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But uh, bro, I'm I kid you not. We pulled up, and I was like, "This is an ice cream parlor." They had vanilla, chocolate, and swirl soft serve. That's it. That's their ice cream parlor. I went there thinking I was going to get some pistachio, maybe a little, yeah. you know, rum runner. Or some rocky Road. Rocky Road. Like, man, <laughs> like some legit ice cream. I was like, oh, Wisconsin dairy ice cream. It's got to be good. It was like 30 degrees. I was like, let's do it anyways. And Miguel and I walked up and we were, I was like, where's the, the ice cream menu? She's like, oh, it's just vanilla chocolate or swirl. And I was like... That's not a parlor. That's not an ice cream parlor. That's barely even, uh, we have ice cream. That's just like, I get that at a Chinese buffet at the end of it. They have a machine. Like, Why, that, that's nothing. I can to, get that at McDonald's. That was embarrassing, man. So that was that was the ice cream parlor in Cornell, Wisconsin. So don't be fooled. If you're driving through Cornell and you're like, I would like ice cream from the parlor, no, you would not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shows go good? Yeah, shows went well, uh, was amazing. Dude, the, I'm telling you right now, we performed at this place called The Enchanted Barn. I've never had a more fun show in my entire life. It was a massive, massive barn, just like it sounds, with hay on the side and everything, and they set up like 150 chairs. Every chair was full. That barn was, I mean, electric, like laughs on everything everybody there wanted to have a blast they had underneath the barn and like the cellar was where they had a musician that was playing before the show and everybody was getting hammered this guy had like a twenty thousand dollar um uh 
stone fire grill for pizza and was making it like oh man it was delicious pizza and then we 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 stayed in the grand shanty which i did a little tour of on uh, facebook and the grand shanty was uh literally a massive house with like 18 rooms it was amazing wow it was amazing i mean the beginning to end that was by far one of the best venues i'd ever performed in ever yeah you know what i pictured though hmm. you and miguel were uh, in the barn scene from a, a Million Ways to Die in the West. I haven't seen it. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Bill Maher did, like, stand up in that scene. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm I mean, just picturing that, and I was like, well, they followed Bill Maher. That's cool. It was clearly a barn, but it was the guy. I mean, even when we got there, he's like, this is my vision, and it was an amazing vision. The dude awesome. had it down to a science. The whole place was amazing and it was and this is the thing man you know right or left like you know politics aside these people know how to have a good time you know i mean like it didn't matter where you were these people just all it's so crazy how laughter just supersedes all boundaries you know comedy just is is what we need as america you know to heal and man they they had a good time we were laughing at them they were laughing at us i mean we had a, a a grand time just having fun with each other so yeah it was a lot of fun man a lot of fun yeah i mean gosh yeah a barn show that just sounds sounds up my alley yeah you it, know what i mean you would have crushed at every single show we did because they were literally blue collar hard working you know just got off the farm uh still Americans. had still had yeah still had dirt on their back from the tractor you know kind of uh lives that these kids these guys lived so yeah was there any um and there's there Amish. Was it was there square dancing? <laughs> no, but I mean they have like bands and stuff that would do would perform and uh one of the, this guy kept uh, telling us about he's like, "You know the third place country singer on The Voice uh in like 2017, he performs here all the time. Like this is his hometown and like he's like a legend, local legend there." Oh, cool. uh, but I mean, third place on the voice is not bad. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. You, you, that's that's pretty legit. Yeah, you know? yeah. Blake Shelton told me I sucked. That's he awesome, was on yeah. Blake Shelton's team. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, yeah, never he was mind. country singer. So yeah, it's like yeah, backstage behind the scenes and everything. Blake Shelton grabbed me by the throat and said, "I better start performing." So right. you know, here I am. And then I performed on Gwen Stefani, and then I got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> America, awesome. Well, uh, dude, that sounds awesome. Here. Um, I have been working a lot. Uh, I'm still going through the whole, uh, the toilet paper crisis, but with employees in restaurants. Oh, everywhere is. It's it's crazy, but I mean, no matter where we were, uh, short on help, short on help, place closed, no help. Uh, yeah. I'm blessed I have a job, I guess. I mean, because I want to work. I mean, I, I want to stay home and, mm-hmm. and get a vacation because I haven't had a vacation in over a year. And you a deserve one, buddy. And I've worked... 50 hours ever since the pandemic started and tried to make as much room for comedy as I can. I'm holding on to this podcast and and the studio time that I get here because this is my only outlet right now for comedy. And I just want to choke America. Find your friends. Find people that are sitting on the couch that aren't working and slap them. Slap them hard and tell them to get up and get to work. If not for, if not to help out your fellow Americans, but to help out the people that are working right now, that are killing themselves, trying to keep a job afloat. 
Yeah, there's a lot of people out there that are, you know, managers like yourself that are having to work, uh, you know, exceedingly long number of hours, people that are picking up time. I just hope that people, uh, you know, I hope these employers um, acknowledge the extra work, the people that are coming in now. Yeah. You know, the people that are working the 40 plus hour weeks, I hope they get their rewards, get paid better, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, it, when maybe get a promotion when this all is over yeah. with, you know. It's, it's, I've, I've uh, talked about it. I said, listen, when we get fully staffed, I want to be able to, get one of these people trained to do my job so that I can go and get on the road and do shows like I was promised when I was originally hired. Right. I understand that I can't leave right now because yeah, you know, I got to jump in and do stuff a lot of the times. I have to jump behind the bar and make drinks, which I don't mind because I'm still awesome. I'm still mm-hmm. a really, really awesome bartender. I can look at a whole line of tickets and I'm like, done. And I'm like Tom Cruise back there except that, you know, I'm not an idiot Scientologist. Yeah. No disrespect to Tom Cruise, sir. If you no, do see lots this. of disrespect. <laughs> get out of the I, crap. I just want to say that uh, I like your movies and everything, but I mean that Scientology stuff is stupid. I'm sorry, and everybody agrees <laughs> with me. Yes, we do. Um, good news in the pandemic okay. for me. I get my second vaccine this week. Nice. And I'm done for yeah. a year. Now you're something. already at like eighty percent. Just so you know. Yeah. Uh, but you, it's the boost that you need. I heard this next one, though, is going to kind of wipe me out for two days. It didn't wipe me out. And I wonder if I had COVID, and that's why it didn't wipe me out. But uh, that I've already had it, you know, and I already had antibodies in me. Because, uh, you know, your body's supposed to react to it as if it's a foreign thing. And my body didn't react at all. So I don't know, you well, know. One of my listeners uh, on here, um, his mother took her second one and got really sick yeah like some do really sick like for a few days mm-hmm. and you know that's questioning that's questioning a lot of the people that are close to me they're like well i'm gonna wait a little while to, to take mine now and i'm like oh cool i will be the guinea pig then <laughs> why not and that's kind of where i'm at right now with it and here's another reason uh, our good buddy scotty my best friend since diapers uh he's getting married yeah and congratulations, Scott. Love yeah, you, bro. Congrats. And his wedding and reception, I want to cry. I, I mean, because it's something that's so dear to us. He and I and my parents and his mom, and for some reason we have this diehard love for the Texas Rangers. Mm. And when I saw that whole stadium open – I was supposed to be there. You know, I was supposed to be there opening day. I wanted to be there last year and opening day pandemic. I mean, I was still working for Chili's. And they were like, yes, we're going to let you take your week vacation. You're going to be able to go to Texas, go the opening day. I was going to throw money down to where I could. I don't care if I was in the nosebleeds to be there. Because I've been to all three of their stadiums. They open up. And, I mean, I saw how many people there, and I was like, please, nobody sneeze. You <laughs> know, know, right? Like, please don't cough or, like, clear your throat or nothing. It's going to cause people running on the field. Ah! Mm-hmm. But uh, I haven't heard any spikes. You know, in the local news there, Dale Hansen, I'm sure he would have been the one to, hey, there's been a spike and no one's paid attention. I haven't seen it yet. I don't know. I'm Maybe a lot of those people have been vaccinated. Who knows? But uh, 
it is a sign. Plus, I guess. you're outdoors. Ventilation has a lot to do with it, you know. And and uh, I don't know. I don't think that outdoors really gets people as much as people think. And 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 I think that ventilation is a huge part of it, which is why we see low numbers on airplanes because their air is changing literally every minute. Uh, the outside air is coming in. This is the analogy I'm going to go with. Every sports team, everything. We're standing next to the water, and they were, well, let me touch my toe in it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. The water's ooh, it's just a little chilly. We're just gonna we're just gonna start wading in just a little bit just to get comfortable, you know, only a few people. Try it out. And then Texas was like, here, hold my beer, cannonball. Yeah. That's, <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. I yep. was like, so But you just gotta I mean, I don't know. I you just gotta hope that things don't turn bad. I mean, and and yeah, you gotta just try it out, I guess. I mean, and that's the thing is <laughs> people praise, you know, uh DeSantis and say, Oh, you know, he kept it open. Kept everything open, and look how well Florida's doing. We lost A, we lost a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, B, um, you know, he didn't he didn't keep it open based on science. He kept it open based on greed and stupidity, and and then it just worked out for him. That's, that's it. Doesn't it really did? It doesn't happen. I mean, to be honest with you, though, nothing that he said was based on anything factual, statistical. Nothing. He was just being an asshole, and but it easily could have gone the other way. And his, I mean, it easily could have gone the other way. It really could have. And that was the thing at first when he shut everything down, and I was like, "Man, the dude cares about us." And then he's just like throwing his mask on the podium when he was coming up there, like, "Oh, we're opening up." Yeah. And I just was like, "Ugh." But here's the thing: I'm watching that Rangers game. Everybody's there. I mean, there were some people in the stands with masks, and for the most part, no one was. And like none of the players had masks. And all of a sudden, here comes the manager out of the out of the uh, the dugout, and he's like calling for a right hander, and he's wearing his mask all the way up to the mound, and I'm like. Like, all right, at least the manager cares about not – if he has COVID, he's not going to give it to his starting pitcher. Right. And I wonder if that's something that they do in the clubhouse where they're like, all right, you know, that's why I have all my pitchers in the bullpen because, you know, Lord forbid any of them get sick. But the rest of the team, you know, we can we can get rid of them, but whatever. Good luck to the Texas Rangers. I'm going to be rooting for you guys tonight. Oh, back to Scotty. Yeah, um, he's having his wedding and reception at the stadium. He's got a suite. What? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that's going to be so awesome. I cannot wait. So much money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's already told me. He's like, yeah, there's going to be wine and beer, and we've got a suite, and we're going to be watching the game, and you and Angelina will be there. And I was just like, can I stay the night there? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm like seriously thinking about bringing my CPAP with me in a bag. Like, oh, no, no, it's just my defibrillator in case, uh, you know. But anyways, I can't wait. That's going to be in August. So uh, if you're listening to this, August – uh, I'm probably going to be down for a few days in Texas. I will go to my hometown and probably go to the Rockin' and have a couple of beers. So if you want to meet up, uh, that's great. Uh, DFW Comedians, uh, reach out to me, man. Maybe we can meet up and have a beer. When and, is this? Uh, it's going to be in August. August. I'm actually going to be performing this summer, and you know, so yeah. All right, cool. So maybe there's something on the horizon. Stay tuned. Made in America and Crying in My Car podcast for teachers. Let's move on. All right, so... <clears throat> Recently, you got me a ticket uh, to watch a concert. I haven't seen a concert in years, like a full concert, sit down and watch one. Mm-hmm. And you gave me the next best thing to ever see in Pantera again, which was Philip Anselmo and the Illegals, mm-hmm. which begs the question. Uh, and by the way, it was a great concert. I still haven't gotten a T-shirt and ticket in the mail yet, but I'm sure it'll 
come sooner or later. You should get it any day now. Yeah. Uh, anyways, virtual concerts and virtual meetups uh, has spiked ever since the pandemic. Uh, sales of of the uh, Oculus are skyrocketing. Yeah. And it begs a question, like, how how long is this going to last on the virtual? Now they're saying there's an XR, which is like a new kind of different form of virtual reality, mm. which is pretty cool. I yeah. mean, they're wanting now, because uh, I watched one of the, uh, the conferences they had on technology online, and they're wanting to expand more on getting these cameras in the, in the arenas. Uh, they, they experimented for a while in the NBA where you could put on a headset and sit there in your courtside watching the game. But they're wanting to make it expand on it and make it even better. It's a good idea. I just, I, I mean, I like live events. I like being there in person. Virtual reality is quite impressive, though. I mean, if you could literally set it up to where, you know, you have HD 4K through the headset, uh, you know, perfect streaming it's a lot of things that have to be in play, but I think that if it's uh, perfected, it could be pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to go to Disney World through virtual reality, but, uh, you know, a live sporting event, a concert, you know, something like that, that might be pretty cool. You know, to sit front row at Elton John's last concert, you know, in your virtual reality at home when you know you couldn't fly to London O2 to see it. You know, yeah. that'd be cool. Yeah, and people that are really sick, I mean, I'm saying, you know, like, hospice and stuff you know they're like uh, you know that's what i would want to do it'd be like you know take me to see acdc or you know like take me somewhere you know like they, i'm they telling you really though, but record the, all these the actual real benefits and i hate to say this but it's 100 percent true how absolutely amazing will pornography be uh I mean, I hate to say that, but it's the true. It's the elephant in the room where people go, uh, you know, well, yeah, I mean, I guess you could use it for that. No, you literally could use it for that. I mean, how how amazing would it be to have, a, a, you know, a, a top-tier model make love to you, you know, with a virtual headset? To where yeah. you, well, for me personally, I, I like the, the idea of that, but I like it more of like, if something I could share with my my future wife, yeah, 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 yeah that's what they all say. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. It's no, but I mean seriously, you yeah, you could do that too. Virtual reality where you put people in the room that you're in and them in the room that you're in, and yeah, I mean, but that's, uh, I mean, human nature. Uh, that's one of the things that we all look at. We all do. We all, you know, enjoy. And uh, to be able to give so many people that, I mean, I think that's pretty cool. And, yeah. and plus, hopefully, it alleviates a lot of these freaking uh, guys that, you know, are creeps. And I know that sounds crazy, but I'm looking at the reality point of it. Some of these guys just don't have any social interaction whatsoever. And they their first time having sex is the time that they rape somebody. You know, if you can give them a simulated uh, sexual experience through this, you know, and curb their sexual appetite to where they're not freaking psychos, you know, that might be something good uh, for humanity. You know, some of these people literally, like, I see these manifests. Uh, that, that one guy that shot up a college, he was an Asian uh, gentleman who shot up a college, and I don't know if you remember him, but he his manifest literally said, women won't talk to me and I can't find anybody to be with, and he let it grow inside of him, this hatred. Yeah for women this hatred for society because of his inability to talk 
uh, now he can uh, put on a headset and get his satisfaction the way that he you know wants it, whatever he prefers, and um, and and hopefully not shoot up a place. You know, I mean, like uh, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, it sounds crazy, but there's there's medical like ramifications for this too. And also, something else that I think is cool is Da Vinci, like the um, a surgical thing. Uh, you know, uh, Winter Haven Hospital has to have a guy. An, a, we have a neurosurgeon on staff. Do you know how much he made last year? Two point four million dollars. Do you know why? Here in Winter Haven. Yep, we have a two point four million dollar neurosurgeon in Winter Haven Hospital. This is the thing, though. It's such a specific, very hard to do, you know, uh, job that you have to pay him enormous amounts of money to stay there and perform the surgeries there. But think about this. Uh, you know, what if they could outsource a neurosurgeon? You know, you lay down and a machine is able to do everything and the guy puts on the headset and is able to see everything in the room, all the tools and operate. Yeah, on they're already from, doing. They already are doing yeah. stuff like that. But that's the kind of stuff that we need to see, you know, more of right. is, is an ability to uh, to to help society, too. I mean, it's all it's all cool being able to see concerts and everything. But the real ramifications is is the actual ways you can help society. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you're absolutely right, and um, I just watched that movie uh, Ready Player One uh, again last night because it was on HBO, and I was like, oh, this will put me to sleep. No, it didn't put me to sleep. I kept thinking about the scene where he, at the very beginning where he's like, dude, you can climb Mount Everest with Batman, and there's the dude that's just like hanging on to his cape. I was like, that's a good metaphor for me. That's I enjoy cool. it. <laughs> um, so as... Um, as we keep going, we've discussed this already. You're betting against it. I'm betting for it. Dogecoin. Okay. I have uh, started thinking about my retirement. Because mm -hmm. I'm at that age now where I'm starting to, I don't see the finish line yet, but I know it's over that hill somewhere. I'm going to get to it. So I started making a list of top 10 things that I'm going to do uh, during my retirement days. Okay. Okay, number one, play golf. Okay, yeah, absolutely. All right. Number two, I am going to... In, in Put on my virtual headset and make love to Jennifer <laughs> Aniston. <laughs> Angelina Maserano. No, um, and Jennifer Aniston. Oh, even better. <laughs> now, mind you, I'm not going to be retired for probably another 10, 20 years. So, number two is buy skateboards for kids when I'm 80. So I can bitch at them for getting on the sidewalk. I'm sure hoverboards will be a thing by then. I'm sure they will. Hopefully. Number three. Hmm? As an old person, I'm going to drink Ovaltine. Oh, yeah. And Decoder ring. Yeah. And, it's, and the reason I'm going to drink it is, A, it's an old person thing. B, it's nostalgic for me because I proposed to my girl in the actual house that they filmed Christmas Story. Story yep. So, Ovaltine. Number four, no candy for kids. I'm not going to be that old person. You're not a Werther's Original Strawberry nope. Hard nope. Candy? Nope, nope. Angelina's that girl. She will give candy out to kids. I will be keeping my candy in a safe. Mm. You catch my drift. Mm. I'm going to have really good edibles. <laughs> Number five, I'm going to travel to places I know I won't like. Okay. Here's an example. I don't care to visit the following cities, and I started making a list of them based on things that I remember that I don't like. 
Minot, North Dakota. Never heard of it. It is where there's a nuclear missile base. Uh, one of the guys that Scotty and I grew up with, Tony Wadley, uh, retired from the Air Force. Thank you for your service, sir. You're also a listener of the show. Uh, told me about many, many brutal winters. And he had, I guess, a Suzuki that the engine block froze and cracked. Wow. Yeah. And he was in quarantine for his, well, because I guess blocked in because of the blizzard, that he had to live on peanut butter and a spoon for two weeks. Wow. So, my not North Dakota, no way. Um, <clears throat> see, uh, oh, Walla Walla, Washington. No. It just sounds stupid, and I don't care to visit there. Okay? <laughs> Gary, Indiana. I've heard of Gary, Indiana. Yeah. Of course you do, because every time you hear about Gary, Indiana, they start singing the stupid song. What is that stupid song? Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, oh. Gary, stupid. The only thing I want to think about Gary, Indiana, is Michael Jackson, we're moving on. Mm -hmm. Dover, Delaware. I don't know. I've never been to Dover, Delaware. Anywhere, it, Delaware, really. Yeah, I'm not going to go to Delaware. I'm not going to go to Dover. Okay? It just I've seen pictures. It looks stupid. Okay. Uh, Newport News, Virginia. Go, go ahead. It's just a stupid name. I it think is stupid. It makes me want to think I'm about to go there. I've been there, though. It's actually pretty nice. I don't care. It sounds like a newspaper. Moving on. <laughs> Opelika, Florida. Mm -hmm. No. I don't think anything good has ever come out of there. Every Opelika. time I every time I hear about a shooting, gang-related stuff, anything violent, anything, oh, this criminal is from Opelika. And I'm like, yeah, because that's where they're from. It's never, in all the rap songs, too, it's about bad places. Like, it's worse than Compton. Compton's actually good now. So, Apalaka, no. I avoid you at all costs. Uh, let's see. Uh, Provo, Utah. Anywhere. Well, Utah. Salt Lake, I've heard, is nice, but I don't know. Provo, Utah. Moving on. Norman, Oklahoma. That's a dumb name. It is, and it's where a stupid school is. Our stupid friend, Mike Lee, loves to get... He always says, oh, uh, I, I had the greatest oh, <laughs> time ever in Norman, Oklahoma, mm -hmm. and I can't go there. Two reasons. Number one, it's stupid, and it's OU. Number two, apparently they party so hard there that I would have to defend my honor and die of alcohol poisoning <laughs> on the spot. I think so. And finally, uh, Lola, Kansas... Or Iola, Lola, Kansas. Lola. Okay. They are in a contest, or a, if, if you look online, they claim to have the world, or the, the United States' largest downtown square. No, it's Graham, Texas, mm. where I'm from. They're a bunch of liars in Kansas. I didn't and, know that. And I hope a tornado hits their town and takes, <laughs> takes care of that stupid fake square. Let me tell you another one that you can add to that that you'll never want to visit. Peshtigo, Wisconsin. That's where I performed. Now, Peshtigo, Wisconsin had a really good show. We had a fun show. But I've never seen anything like this city. Uh, Peshtigo, literally, as we're driving in, everything is like, they're like national firefighter um uh, memorial uh, grounds. Uh, everything where we performed at Embers 
1871. Uh, we drove up to Bastigo. It said, welcome to Bastigo, built from the ashes. And I was like, what the hell? Like, everything's fire-themed. Uh, I Googled it. Greg, I'd never, ever heard of this before. But uh, it was a classic overshadowing of a bigger city. Here's what happened. In 1871, the day, the exact day that the Chicago fire broke out, the great Chicago fire that burned down half of Chicago, a fire broke out in Peshtigo, Wisconsin. Okay? Now, the Chicago fire burned like, I think it was like uh, uh, maybe uh, 5,000 acres, you know, of, of place. This Bastigo fire burned 1.3 million acres, killed four times the amount of people that the Chicago fire had, just leveled entire cities, and it was only stopped. It hopped the river at, um, at the uh, Michigan border, and it was only stopped by the Great Lake. That's it, or it would have just kept burning and torched everything. But, like, it, it burned, like, and it, it, the, the amount of area that it burned was the size of Rhode Island. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and apparently this big fire that started in Pistigo leveled everything, burned everything, and they just decided to rebuild. But nobody knows about it or talks about it because the Chicago fire happened the same day. Even though this one was nine times worse, it's just, you go, oh, Pistigo burned. They go, where? You know, oh, Chicago burned. What? You know? Yeah. And so that's that's the what happened there. Wow. Why didn't they just call the place Phoenix? I don't the know. The bird from the ashes. I don't even know what Pistigo means. Probably means... The same thing as Phoenix, but in... Um, Snapping Turtle. Oh. Yeah, Wild Goose River, Indian name. Oh. But yeah. I think we could have come up with a better name, but that's just me. Um, 1.5 million acres, the deadliest in American history. Unidentifiable remains of hundreds of residents were build, buried at a mass grave. Oh, man. They have a fire museum. Wow. Happened the exact day as the Great Chicago Fire. Wow. The exact day. That's crazy. But apparently their entire, like, uh, um, the amount of people that lived there at the time, their population was like 2,800. 2,500 people died. in their oh, in wow. the, Like, it literally killed the entire town. That's insane. Oh, but, man. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to add that to my list then. But then number six... <laughs> I'm going to be old, so I'm going to go and take random naps in random places. So Good idea. if I'm on my way, if I come to your house when I'm in my 70s and I've got my CPAP around my shoulder, just know I'm going to be there for a little while. Mm. And I'll take it everywhere. I'll take it to the grocery store with me. Good idea. And while she's shopping, I'll just sit there and put my CPAP on and just fall asleep on the bench. It'll be great. Um, I'm going to start an old person TV show. Whenever I'm in my 70s. And Grumpy all, Old Men, the series? No, no, no. It's just going to be me uh, sitting and people watching and just trolling and talking crap about everybody that walks by. Nice. Yeah. I think it'd be a big hit on Old People Network. I agree. Comes on after uh, um, new, uh, uh, new Heart. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to call my kids to ask them how to get the TV to work. Just so they will come over and get it to work. And then after they're there, I'm going to find other chores for them to do because that's what old people do. Number nine, I'm going to get robot hands so I can still get on Call of Duty and piss off kids. <laughs> no arthritis for me. 
Number 10, I'm going to continue to talk bad about my ex-wife, even though she is hopefully has been dead for 30 plus years from an encounter with a school of rabid sharks. That's it. Ideal for her, for you, and for us, and for everybody, actually. And actually, and while I'm on it, let's just go ahead and throw this out there. I have a new movie idea. If you're listening, creators of uh, Sharknado, Rabid Sharks. Rabid Sharks. Moving on. (laughs) Let's go. uh, Let's do some On This Day, buddy. On This Day. Let's do It's time for On This Date. Those that don't know history are doomed to repeat it. April 28th, 1945 is the day that the people of Italy said we have had enough and drug Benito Mussolini and his girlfriend or whatever she was out in the street, kicked the crap out of them and hung them and burned them. In 1945? Yes. And the it, war is coming. Yeah, and um, that's pretty awesome. That was uh, on this day. Another thing that happened on this day. Um, let's see. I love seeing these things. Oh, this is uh, on this day, uh, 1967. Muhammad Ali refuses entry the, into the U.S. Army. I was about to say, about refused the, his draft. Yeah, he said, I'm done. I'm not going. That was a big turning point for that war. Even though it was just a celebrity boxer, a lot of people said, well, why should I? You yeah. know, everybody's going over there dying. I mean, what's the point in this? Yeah, yeah it's, it's things like, them people didn't do nothing to me. Mm-hmm. So, I I mean, there's a lot of people that look back and they hate him for it. And then a lot of Vietnam vets now are looking at him and they're like, well, we respect him because, you know, we fought for his right to be able to do that. And, mm-hmm. I mean... I don't know that anybody that went to Vietnam is is too uh, respectful of him. It'd be just because uh, you know it's like oh we had to, but he didn't. You know because yeah. he's a celebrity. Yeah. Well, there's some that have come forward and said uh, they forgave him for mm-hmm. it. And then again, there's some people that are still. I mean, Jane Fonda to this day still gets hate mail. Mm-hmm. And, well, she always will. Yeah, they they always know her as Hanoi Jane. Yep. Yeah, and uh, speaking of hate mail, if uh, you're still mad about the uh, Devin's uh, pornographic VR, you can send that to Devin <laughs> at AmericanMadePodcast at gmail.com. I'll take it. All right, so in 1978, uh, the Afghan president was overthrown and murdered. Uh, Afghan president Sadar Mohammad Daud is overthrown and murdered in a coup led by uh, pro-communist rebels. And, you know, after that happened, that's when later they went, you know, and fought uh, Russia. Uh, in 1916, uh, luxury car uh, Faruko Lamborghini was born, the guy that started. 1916. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's when Lamborghini. So that dude's clearly not alive, but, no. you know, I, I hope he understands his car still looks very, very, <laughs> very futuristic. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that is all of On This Day. So now. Let's go into idiots in the news. Oh, Jesus. Idiots in the news is brought to you by drugs. Because if you do drugs, you'll be an idiot in the news. Get in here. I'm an idiot. Y'all want to buy some drugs? <laughs> All right. 
Calgary police arrived to find a woman's car window smashed. Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And all the jewelry was missing. All the electronics were stolen. And How did they, they were, know? If she's in Cal- Calgary, Canada, when you smash somebody's window, it instantly fills up with seven pounds of snow. Right. You know. <laughs> now, uh, this uh, police officer is originally from America, which mm-hmm. was why I kind of wanted to do this. But here's the kicker. Calgary police arrived to find a woman's car window smashed, jewelry missing, all the electronics stolen. As they are investigating, the victim's father calls. And as she's on the phone with him, she proceeds to talk in French and tell her father, hey, this is actually just a scam for the insurance. And little did she know that uh, the uh, officer, Monaro, Spoke, spoke, six, spoke six languages, oh, and lovely. one of them being French. So that that didn't work out for her. She was immediately arrested. That's awesome. Uh, here we go. James Washington of Nashville thought that he was having a heart attack. Devin, I have had anxiety. I have had yeah. yeah, I've had stuff happen where I'm like, oh my god, is this it? What's this little pain that I've got right now in my shoulder? What my arms kind of sore. So you freak out and you start thinking like, gosh, you know, like, is this the one? If it is. Man, I probably need to tell people I love them and, and, and say I'm sorry and try to make amends. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what this dude was thinking was going on. He was having a heart attack. And uh, he had to clear his soul before he died. So he confessed to a 17-year murder. Well, and he didn't die. Well, it turns out he just had severe heartburn, and he's now he is now in prison. Well, he <laughs> won't life. have any heartburn when he's... Uh eating the crap they give you in prison you won't you know it's hard to get heartburn on a piece of toast by the way update on heroes and zeros since we're not just an update for it uh bernie madoff is dead yep he died a very slow painful death and he never got to see his family didn't get to go home during the covid thing he and he had to sit there and die yeah, yeah, you know, they stole a lot of money from a lot of people. But there was a lot of rich people, so I don't know that I'm concerned as much. Uh, you know, know, I feel bad, but it's always like, well, if you take from the rich to give hey, to the richer. He stole from Kevin Bacon. You don't oh, steal from true. Kevin Bacon. That's true. All I right, that's that. American. Yeah. Footloose was American, and so <laughs> is Kevin Bacon. I agree. Yep. I mean, his last name is delicious. <laughs> 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 All right, and my final idiot in the news. This comes out of... <laughs> Florida. <laughs> exactly. We have to, I mean, living in Florida, I take ownership. I've been here almost 20, 20 years this year. And I got to say that when Florida makes the news as idiots, I'm just sitting there like, I feel the old me that still dipped and just going, mm-hmm. sounds about right. We're idi- we're you all used to idiots. dip? Yeah, I dipped yeah. for like nine years. Yeah, yeah. chewing tobacco too, man. I loved it. Every once in a while, you'll catch me with maybe some chewing tobacco on the golf course with this few and far between. So in uh, Bith- Bithlow, Florida. Oh yeah, Bithlow. That's, yeah, that's that home. already that already spelled. That that's already home says, to some people. Yeah, I think that that uh, translates into trailer communities. Anyways, Craig Aylesworth got into a dispute with his neighbor and threw a mauled off cocktail at his trailer home. Wow. And here's the thing: the wind was blowing at him. And so mm. embers from the fire uh, blew back onto his trailer and burned his <laughs> to the ground. 
That makes and, me happy. Well, since he didn't have a home, uh, the sheriff's department find they found one. Found one for him. So yeah, that was uh, that's hysterical. So yeah, that's my idiots in the news. Those are three good stories that just really got to me. I was like, "What to go, dumbasses!" <laughs> All right, let's go into my main topic today, which is back in the day. E.T. When there was G.I. Joe and Atari. Saturday morning cartoons and Sony Walkman. Cowabunga, dudes. Chillax. Time to take a trip down memory lane when blockbusters were big and MTV actually played music videos. It's time for Back in the Day. Ow! Oh, man, I love that. I got some really cool music for my show. You do. Yeah, who uh, who recommended that guy? That's he crazy. did. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, this show is brought to you by uh, Crying in My Car Podcast Studios, located here in the Beamer Building in downtown Winter Haven, Florida, yep. USA. Crying in My Car Podcast Studios. Yep. Yeah. America. America. Yeah. Which I'm a co-host of that show. You are. Yep. Yeah. And he's co-host this one. So we. This is this really the show that. We get to say more and get to explore more of the things we like in this world. Mm-hmm. And one of those things that bonds you and I is our nostalgia for 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah, love it. And, I mean, you are slightly younger than me. Mm-hmm. You're not quite 40 yet. Mm-hmm. You're getting close. Yeah, thanks. Closer, closer, closer. Thank I can't you. wait to Appreciate see you it. with all gray in your face. Oh, God. Anyways, so I grew up uh, the kind of kid that, man, you got up in the morning, if my dad wasn't you know, making me a Mrs. Baird's honey bun in North Texas. I was sitting down with a bowl and a box. Mm-hmm. And I was going to read everything on the back of that box. So today's segment is about the 80s and 90s breakfast cereal. Mm. The top-selling breakfast I, cereals. By the way, I don't know any of these cereals but if uh, that you've researched, but if you don't mention my all-time favorite 90s cereal, I may punch you in the face from here. All right. Go we'll, ahead. We'll get there shortly. But the top-selling breakfast cereals have always been, and these are the top-selling, Honey Nut Cheerios. Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes. Honey Bunches of Oats. Mm-hmm. CT Crunch. Special K. Mini Wheats. And Lucky Charms. Hmm. Now, honorably mentioned is Captain. Yeah, you can't really talk about cereal. Without I thought Captain Crunch would have been up there. Uh, he kind of is. It, the more I was looking at it, it's just like his his sales have always just been kind of here, but everything else blows up and then just kind of fades with him. It's but uh, Captain Crunch. We'll start with him. Is revolutionary. In that it was made, it was invented in the 60s, and it was basically a procedure where you had dry rice that was uh, lightly air fried or whatever, and they coated it with a butter brown sugar coating, mm. which is what gave it its crunch. Mm. And there's one site that I was looking at, it was grading cereals on how many bowls you sit and eat, and it said that Captain Crunch was easily a two to three bowler. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll go ahead and get into uh, General Mills. Uh, the thing about General Mills is they figured it out uh, in, I guess, the late 70s. They said, you know, uh, when people are in the super, the longer somebody is in the supermarket, the more chances they are to spend more money. Mm-hmm. 
So the strategy was let's and I, I had looked this up and I was like Jesus Christ they had me they had me they had you they had everybody on the cereal aisle you want to it, like Gerald Mills like let's put out as many cereals as we can and one of them's going to grab the attention so they put the cereals if you ever look at the kid cereals they put them eye level oh yeah for the kid while he's walking by colorful yeah grape nuts is up top <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. Remember my old joke about grape nuts? It is defined by a box of disappointment. Yep. And Jesus Christ, I can't even hear myself think whenever I was eating that. My dad would eat grape nuts from time to time. I'll oh, just put some sugar on it, you know. Mm. And I would, and he would cut up bananas and put in his, and and that would just be. I'm like, I I think I chipped a tooth or something. <laughs> I did I hated grape nuts, and. Thank God it's not one of the top-selling cereals. But anyways, here's um, here's one of the things that I remember the most about the cereals. Um, I remember the monster cereals. Oh, and, yeah, the, and the I chocolates. Still, and yeah, I still see them at, like, Save-A-Lot and a couple other places, but it's hard to find them. There were five original. Can you name them? Um, Frankenberry, uh, Count Chocula. Uh, this is probably a werewolf one. Okay, there is a werewolf one, but what was his name? I don't remember. Fruit Brute. Fruit Brute would not have gotten that, and I have no idea what the last one is. It's or well, there's two more. Oh, there's uh, you, you said Count Chocula, Frankenberry. Frank uh, we got Fruit Brute, Fruit Brute, Berry Boo, Berry and, Boo. I do remember, and Fruity Yummy Mummy. Fruity, yummy, mummy. I do not remember. Yeah, that's the five originals, man. And now, now, and then I remember the commercials. You never really saw Barry Boo, but maybe two of them. But I always remember seeing Frankenberry. Yeah, I remember and Frankenberry. Those were the two big ones. Yeah, and they were. Oh, there were so many commercials. I mean, you would sit there and watch these commercials over and over. They just kept getting crazier and crazier. Back to Captain Crunch for a second. Um, Let's get into one of the main reasons you would get one of these cereal boxes, even if you didn't like cereal. Toy. Why? Yeah, a toy. And, I mean, I'm telling you, as soon as I got home, I'm Dig digging your my hand damn, all the way in the bottom. Oh, and, you know, now I know why my parents are like, nah, I'm good, kid. You, that cereal's all <laughs> you. You know, that's, we got that for you, you know. Well, no, we're going to stick with the Frosted Flakes and Cheerios. Mm -hmm. Now I know why. Do you ever, did you ever have the disappointment of opening the box, reaching down, looking, you even squeeze the sides and you're turning the side, yeah. and then there's nothing in there, and then you look at the back and it says, with three UPCs, and you're yeah. like, no! Or, <laughs> or you're looking in the bag and it's actually in the inside of like the outside of the bag, but mm -hmm. in the box taped on the side, and you're like, that's more it, I, got, I got sugar and crap all <laughs> over my hand now. You know, like mm -hmm. I wasn't even going to eat this year. I was just getting it for the decoder ring or the, yeah. the tattoos, like the Cracker Jacks, which we're going to do an episode of Cracker Jacks coming up pretty soon. Um, but Captain Crunch back to that for a minute. They, um, they had a whistle that came out and I guess this was in the seventies. Cause the more I read on this, I didn't get to see exactly what the date was. Um, they had a Captain Crunch whistle. Really? Yes, a whistle. And this is the, you're going to love this. The whistle was to be like the, you know, like, you know, like the. I remember. Like the, you know, being a whistle for like a boatsman, you know, like the naval whistle or whatever. Anyways, um, so a former U.S. Air Force electronics tech, John Draper, noticed that the whistle played at a 
26 hertz, which is the exact frequency frequency used by telephone lines at the time. He figured out if you played the whistle into the telephone, you could access long-distance calls for free. Okay. That's awesome. And so there was an underground group that started, and they were sticking it to the phone companies bad. They would just go to a payphone, and they would go, and, do, 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 and then they would type in the number and then they'd be talking free long distance and it's actually the coolest thing i've ever heard about you know cereal this this started with a cereal box yeah that's badass and if you remember correctly like long distance calls man my dad they had to plan that stuff out and we still had a rotary phone and my dad would be like well i'm gonna call my brother in california we're gonna wait till friday night at six o'clock uh because it'll be you know Four o'clock out there, three o'clock, whatever it was, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna call him, and uh, and they would plan it, and they would have to call after eight o'clock because if they did anything before then, it was like maybe three dollars a minute or something crazy. And they actually, my parents had a little timer. It was a, a hourglass, little sand hourglass that sat by the phone, and they would turn it upside down and just let it go. Hmm. And as soon as it ran out, they're like, well, okay, well, we got to go. Because it was like, I guess, 10 minutes. The thing took 10 minutes exactly. Yeah, I remember those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was crazy. So what are some of the, the cereals that you remember the most? Because you got to admit, that was the thing. You got up in the morning, you put that box there. You didn't watch TV. You'd, you had it on, but you read that box. I'm going to hit you with one that is my all-time favorite cereal, and nobody ever remembers it. Uh, but I think that hopefully everybody will remember this. Can I guess uh, it? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, cinnamon, cinnamon, uh, bun cereal. Nope. This one though is so delicious. It was just such a really good, oh man. I just, I thought it was the best flavor, uh, uh, cereal imaginable. I'm going to hit you with this, Greg. Did you ever have King Vitamin? No, I didn't. I Bro. do remember it, though. King Vitamin was delicious. And King Vitamin was like... Dude, he looks like a tool. Bring that up on the screen for everybody. A, it was a softer um, version of... Uh, what is it? Um, Captain Crunch. Softer version of Captain Crunch. I'll say that. Well, that's it was what much they, more easy to eat. A lot of uh, companies did that. That was one of the things that they continued to do... Uh, with uh, these cereals is other companies would remarket the same thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, For instance, um, one of my all-time favorite cereals uh, was Mr. T, Mr. T cereal. And it was cool because they put his catchphrase on it, you know, and I remember it. And then it was in the Pee Wee Herman movie. And all it was really was just reshaped and same exact formula Mm -hmm. is captain crunch identical quaker quaker knew how to do it and then there was also the star wars cereals remember the c3po's yeah yeah that was the best and they had the cut out uh mask of luke skywalker on the back nice i had somewhere in all my stuff i still got one of those masks somewhere i kept it wow now i wonder if it's worth any money on might be i wonder if even the box would be but they had little trading cards they would have in the c3po's then they had the Nintendo cereal. Mm. Nintendo cereal. That was uh, good for a while. The E.T. cereal was actually the same formula as Alphabets. And so was the, C- yeah, the yeah. same th- in 3PO also. Then there was um, 
the Pac-Man cereal, which I ate the ever-living hell out of the Pac-Man cereal. Uh, then came along Cookie Crisp. And um, Cookie, Crisp Cookie Crisp dominated for the longest time. It did. I remember when it came out, and I remember it was like, I have to have that. Then they had S'mores Crunch later on. They just went nuts with them. You know which ones I can't stand is the Honey Smacks. Yeah. You didn't I, like I, the frog? Oh, no. I still love that, man. That was one of the ones you could... That was at least a, f- a three or four bowler. Yeah, it was good, but it wasn't It wasn't the best. It was one of those that I would eat when my parents got it, but I was like, eh, I don't like this. Post had a really good one that was one of my favorites. Smurf Berry Crunch. Mm. Yeah. Well, Crave is out now. Have you tried Crave? Yes. Crave I is have. delicious. It's got the chocolate in the I, middle I or the vanilla. Crave. Yeah, it is. It's uh, really good. Then they had uh, the uh, General Mills put out Pro Star cereal. Mm. And it was kind of like a thing that was, I mean, let's face it. Kids did not eat Wheaties. Right. They're like, oh, you got to eat your Wheaties. You're going to be like Jordan or anything or one of these other stars. You'd, no, you didn't eat Wheaties. Mm-hmm. You just didn't. It just You didn't care. No, I nobody liked that. Yeah, because it was like, all right, I'll get a box of Wheaties because it's got my favorite running back yeah, on it. Yeah, and then you have it, and you're like, okay, I need a pound of sugar on yeah, this. Yeah, and like now I am not an athlete at this point. <laughs> at this point, I am like not doing good. You better eat your Wheaties. No, I better eat some Cinnamon Toast Crunch because it's the same thing, the same exact kind of stuff that Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. It's Wheaties with sugar coated on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're great. I absolutely <laughs> love uh, cereal. Um, one of the things that I just, I mean, you can't get over that's part of the, like, whenever people say, if you die, you go to heaven, okay? And they say, well, when you get to heaven, you can make heaven whatever you want, you know? Like, I'm sorry, but for the, my first 40 years in heaven, I want a Groundhog Day Saturday morning cartoons over and over. Cereal and sitting in front of the TV. And it's part of that, yeah. Cereal mm-hmm. box in front of me, reading it, watching cartoons, and and putting the bowl down and then my mom seeing me like getting sleepy after eating all that cereal mm-hmm. and she's like well I'll clean up after him and right. you know, okay I'm awake again yeah. <laughs> just, I'm gonna go outside yep. so yeah man uh, and if you have a cereal story please email us man at uh, AmericanMadePodcast gmail.com because gosh I can't stop I mean I'm actually kind of craving cereal now mm-hmm. after having this coffee you know, it just sounds like a, it's part. I'm, I'm thinking about it, I really want cereal now. Yeah. And, and the commercials for cereals were just ridiculous. And they started pissing me off as a teenager. I'm like, dude, you're not going to be in a Major League Baseball game sitting there with a bowl of cereal, stupid. <laughs> they made them where they were in all kinds of places in public. The dude's on top of the skyscraper, you know, as well. I'm eating cereal <laughs> here. No, you're not, dude. You're going to eat your box lunch like every other American. You're going to have a Budweiser after work. You're not going to be eating cereal in public. Right. Cereal is made to be eaten now, you at know, the breakfast in, table. In New York, they have cereal bars now where you can go in and just pick your cereal and they make you a bowl right there. Oh, my God. But it's like just... five bucks for a bowl of cereal when you could just buy the box. I know, right? Well, I guess if you're on the run, I'm, I don't know, maybe pour it in my coffee mug. Right. See, as, as a college student, I figured it out. I saw a buddy of mine had a big, one of those big mug things that, you know, you, you put a, his name is Cody Cummings. He's, mm-hmm. a, he's, a, he's actually a cowboy in real life. He but he would always have this big cup in, in the lid, and he'd put water and everything. Well, I got one of those. And then one of my other college buddies, I saw eating soup out of it one day, and I was like, dude, I could eat cereal out of that. And I did. I stayed, From then on, man, I still eat cereal out of a cup sometimes. Nice. Because when you're done, yeah, done. Absolutely. All right. 
So what do you got coming up, brother? Uh, DevonComedy.com. I got shows in Richmond coming up, uh, Winter Park, um, and I'm run- doing a Texas run. I'm literally setting it up this week. All right, yep. cool. Well, Texas, you might get to see us together, so uh, y'all keep I, I didn't your ears say, I, didn't, I didn't say with you. I just said that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whatever. I'm coming because I got to be an ambassador. Right, Ladies right. and gentlemen, if you want to reach out to us at AmericanMadePodcastGmail.com. Also, check me out, The Angry Texan on Facebook. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Awesome, man. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. If you had a good time, give us a hell yeah. Hell yeah. Email us at AmericanMadePodcast at gmail.com. You can also find The Angry Texan on Facebook at The Angry Texan Comedian, Twitter at The Real Angry Texan, YouTube at The Angry Texan, Instagram at The Real Angry Texan.